In this episode of Monday Moments, we're talking about why we sing in church. So sit back and stay tuned for more. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Monday Moments, the show in which we take a deeper dive into Sunday sermon. My name's Travis, your host, with me today is Pastor James, and we are starting uh, a new series, might be a mini-series, not sure yet, but um, talking about worship, why we sing. We talked a little bit uh, specifically about music, like worship in the musical Mm -hmm. singing sense, and I know that there's a lot of teaching that's out there, um, and I think that this is where you're going to go uh, next Sunday or over the next couple mm-hmm. Sundays, that, that worship is more than singing, right? Yeah. It's not just uh, confined to uh, music, um, but this past Sunday, you talked specifically about the worship, like worship as music and singing yeah. um, and that aspect of it. And so... Um, if you haven't had a chance to watch or listen to Sunday Sermon, you can do so on our YouTube channel, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And I, I wondered if maybe we could just start off uh, today's uh, conversation uh, just kind of answering that that very basic question, why? Why do we sing in church? Is that just something that somebody thought would be a good idea uh, at the time? Say, hey, what if we add you know music and singing to our church services? Or, or, is, or is there a, a bigger reason than that? Yeah. Well, first, I mean, you, you go back and you look through Scripture. Um, and music has always, has always played a a significant role, um, in, in church and, um, and throughout scripture. And specifically when we talk about, when we talk about singing, singing does, does a couple of different things. Um, they would, the Israelites would sing, um, as a way to remember their history. It was something that unified them. It was something that, um, that taught them. Um, what they needed to know and what yeah. they needed to remember, and in um, all through church history, it's it's really been used for those same things. But but there's something that happens emotionally within us when um, when we sing mm-hmm. um, things that are. Uh, again, we talked a little bit yesterday, but you you think about some of your favorite movies and things like that, and when when instruments are put to those things, it it solicits something within you, and and I do think that there's always a there, there's always a, a, a balance that you're you're, you're yeah. not trying to you're not trying to um, just uh, lean into emotion, right. but at the same time. Um, God created us as as emotional beings, right. and so when you look through the Psalms again, there's there's a lot of different references in there as to how those songs are supposed to be um, recited, and they're yeah. not just they're they're not just dictated, but there's yeah. there's instruments to it, there's singing that goes along with it. They're supposed to be done to um, certain things, and, and, and so. Th- Throughout throughout Scripture, you see yeah. references, you see encouragements from the Lord to greet one another in spiritual songs and uh, in these different ways, and so it it has always played a, a significant role um, within the within the church and within I mean even before the church all throughout the Old Testament, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I was um, kind of my my early college days, I was leading worship, you know, for our youth group. We mm-hmm. were the youth pastor at the time, and you know, you and I were having a conversation uh, about emotions, right? Yeah. Like, and, and I remember one of the things that you told me was, um, you know, we have emotions, mm-hmm. God has emotions, but God is not an emotion. Yeah. And, yeah. and therefore we don't worship emotions, yeah. right? And we don't always trust our emotions yeah. to guide us. And so yeah. whether or not we feel yeah. a certain thing doesn't always dictate truth, yeah. right? And so, um, but, I, but I appreciate what you said that, 
there is some validity to emotions and responding yeah. to some things yeah. with worship. Yeah. And 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 I loved that you talked about um, being able to worship whether um, life is good yeah. or whether life is really tough or yeah. you know we would if, if we would define it as bad and i remember we were at we just had our you know at the time that this is coming out we just had our youth retreat mm-hmm. um uh, a week ago and i remember walking outside one morning uh and the weather was just what i would say is perfect yeah Early mid-60s it was cool it had just rained you know the day mm-hmm. before um the sun was shining it was clear it wasn't too windy like i, I would say weather was like perfect like my yeah. version of perfect and i was just like god thank you for this weather this is amazing i was just so just just so thankful and it, and i had that thought it's like well and and i know i'm not but what i'm what struck me was yeah are we just a fair weather worshipers mm. you know or are we willing to worship god when the quote unquote weather as a metaphor yeah. is not good right? yeah. if it's not favorable if it's not what we prefer yeah. are we still going to worship god and yeah. so um and i think we even see that in psalms right we have david saying why so downcast o my soul yeah. i will yet praise the lord and so um I-, I loved what you just said about um you know our emotions and that there is legitimacy to responding yeah uh in worship through some of our emotions yeah and and i think that um the reason that uh david was able to do things like that was because of what he believed about god yeah um and what he believed about um what god said about him um if if we are if if we are worshiping um in hopes to gain something um then that's not true Worship, worship should come from a place of of believing that God is who He says He is. Yeah. And so, if God says that He's in control, when you when you look at in, in there in Second Chronicles where we talked about yesterday with with King Jehoshaphat, he he was he didn't deny the place that they were in. Yeah. He he took he took stock of the fact that uh, Moab and and all of these other groups of people were, were coming down and they were coming against them. And he took stock of it and he realized very quickly, hey, we're we're not just outnumbered. We're we're outnumbered. We're out resourced. We don't have anything. And it says, and he feared. Yeah. He he was he was rightfully so um aware of their own inability to do this. And yet he went before God as as a as and 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 he he recounted who God said that he was. Mm-hmm. He believed he believed that God was who he says he was. And as a result of his belief that God was who he says he was, it says that they worshiped. Yeah. They went and they and they worshiped. And and worship really is, um, we talked about that word abandon. Abandonment means that um, I'm not going to um, I'm not going to put my hope in myself. Mm-hmm. They they trusted in God, right? And so I didn't. I'm not trusting in what I am. And when we really begin to believe those things uh, about God, about what He says about Himself, and what He says about us, it frees us to go to this place. It says, Father, I'm just going to worship you because yeah. because you're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to worship you because you're the only one able and willing to get us through these situations. And so. And so, at every turn, whether they were um, whether they were standing there looking at these armies and going, "We have no chance," yeah, they worshipped God, right? 
in in the middle as they were getting ready to go out and fight these armies, or not fight these armies, but go, as the Lord said, just go and observe. Mm. Um, they they worshipped, and then when they when when they won the battle, they entered back into Jerusalem with with rejoicing and with yeah. worship. Um, and and again, I think that that worship should play that significant of a role. It's not just about our singing, though. Though our singing, um, again, there's something that happens when we right. sing. There's something that moves within us. Yeah. Um, when we sing, and and it it should be it should be the weapon, the shield, the sword that we use. Yep. Um, at all times. And I think there's something to that. Um, you know what you said, declaring who God is and yeah. who God said He always would be, you know, who yeah. he says he is. And, and, uh, you know, it's been one of my favorite verses for a long time, but even more so recently, uh, Psalm 100, I believe it's verse four, where it says, enter into his presence with thanksgiving, mm-hmm. into his courts with praise, you know, yeah. and that can, that, that can, you know, kind of be thrown around in, in church pretty often, especially as like an opener to the service, you yeah. know, things like that. But when you stop and think about that, you know, it's like, if you want to come into God's presence, yeah, I mean, the Bible's very clear how to do that yeah. with thanksgiving and praise. Yeah. And and I think about that, you know, in, in all the times in my life that I've been worried about something, God has transformed my outlook mm-hmm. when he has reminded me who he is. Whether it's he, you know, Bible says he's a healer, he's provider, he's faithful, he's trustworthy, yeah. whatever whatever characteristic you want to fill in the blank. And when I start my prayers with that or my worship with that, um, it's amazing how much more peace I have about blank situation yeah. Um, yeah and and coming into his presence with that of just saying god i'm gonna worship you for who you are yeah and i don't know um we were at a conference and and uh the the kind of the head pastor of that church was saying you know the bible says if you seek him you'll find him mm-hmm. and uh it says some of y'all are seeking for something today and i and you're gonna find it i don't know what you're gonna find yeah but i know who you're gonna find yeah yeah and and so in, in that same way it's like we may not find the answer to the question that we want, but yeah. I, we do know that we are going to find him when we worship him. Yeah. And God moves, and, and and worship is not for us, it's for God. But at the same time, God always seems to move, you know, uh, when when we worship him. Yeah, and, and even, you know, talking about Psalms, you know, enter into his presence with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. He, he's, David is referring to the temple. Yeah. Um, these, this, this place, and... And and the ones who were responsible for that mm-hmm. was the priest. Yeah, the the priests were responsible for the temple. They were responsible for the worship. They were responsible for the sacrifice. And 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 I may I may talk about this a little bit next week. Uh, so I don't want to give too much of it away. But um, but but God's word says that we are priests, mm-hmm. and and we are we are the temple. Yeah. And so. It is, it is our responsibility. It was the priest's responsibility to lead the people in worship, to lead the people in praise, to, to, to maintain the temple, which the temple was just a meeting place between God and people. Yeah. And, and that's what we're called to do. And, and yeah. part of that uh, responsibility of the priest was to lead the people in song and, and to lead the people in praise and yeah. in worship unto the Lord. And so it's it's more than just a it's it's more than just something that we should do. It's something that we're actually called to do. Right. We are called to 
be that meeting place mm. between God and people. And part of the way that the Lord tells us to come into that place yep. is with our worship yeah. and with praise. Absolutely. And to and to really lead in that. And I think that it's um it's it's unfortunate because I see a lot of people um and 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 they treat they treat worship, specifically corporate worship, they treat it as as just a part of of our service and it's just, hey, this is something that we do. It's so much more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when when we talk about why do we, you know, why do we close our eyes? Why do we lift our hands? Uh, lifting our hands is is the universal sign of surrender. Yep. It's just coming before the Lord and saying, Lord, my hands are empty before you. Would you fill them now with your presence? Yep. Um, closing my eyes is, is, is simply meant to to remove the distractions, distractions. of everything else yeah. that is going on around me. Yeah. And and it is hard for me to worship with abandonment mm-hmm. if my focus is on everything else that's that's going on around me. And, yeah. and so it's just a it's a it's a it, it's a pattern uh, for for entering into that place right. of of saying I just I want everything else to disappear right now. I want to focus on the words that I'm singing. I want to focus on the one that I'm singing to so that when I come in, my my entire being is focused on offering to you what only you are worthy of. Yep. Well, and I love that it it, it shows that our relationship is not a religion. It's a relationship, mm-hmm. right? Like it's not just a mental exercise. It's not yeah. just an intellect thing. Yeah. There, there is that emotional side of it and that passionate thing, that passionate part of it. Because, I mean, if 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 I just loved my wife intellectually, mm-hmm. um, I I feel like that would be there would be so much missing out of that relationship. Yeah. If I didn't just you know also show it with my emotions. Yeah. I mean, think of what a, a cold relationship that that would be you know or if we loved each other you know if all i did was meet her needs yeah you know and just be like here here's your her physical needs like here's these things without ever engaging in the emotional part of that relationship yeah it would be so cool and i I think that's one of the many reasons that god chose to use you know the the husband and wife relationship yeah as a pattern or as an example yeah say Emotions are part of that, right? Romance, well, like well, yeah, you know. Look at look at Jesus. I mean, Jesus was obviously moved by emotions. Mm-hmm. It says mm-hmm. that he's moved by compassion. It says that yes. he wept over Jerusalem. It says he wept at the at the tomb of Lazarus. It, um, he was he was heartbroken over right. um, over the, um, the the denials that were that were made again. I mean, and so we we see all of these things. He um, he. He he celebrated it at yeah. weddings. He all of these things that Jesus did, and and for us to to try to deny some of that. Now again, we're not we're not chasing emotions, right. Um, right. But I will I will say when it comes to when it comes to worship, the the, the more we practice, mm-hmm. the better we get. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's much easier. Um, and and I think that that's part of the thing is that sometimes we come in and we just don't really know what to do and. And for those who would just be like, I just don't even know how to begin. Mm-hmm. I, I would, I would begin by closing my eyes and focusing on the words, even if I don't know the words. Mm-hmm. Close your eyes and listen to the yeah. words. Meditate on the words that are being sung, and 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 now and now see yourself offering those before 
the throne of God. Yep. And and offering them as a sacrifice, offering them as a as a confession before mm-hmm. him. Father, only you are worthy. Yep. Um and and find yourself going into that place and I think that what you will find is that we are most we are most at peace. Mm-hmm when we are worshiping yeah. the sufficient one. Because now I'm no longer worried about whether or not I'm sufficient, right. whether or not I have the resources to do these yep. things. Um, I am I am coming before the one and I am declaring Yeah. You're you're bigger than my problems. Yeah. You're bigger than you're bigger than what I'm holding in my hands right now. Yeah. Uh, and it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, weapon that we have uh, in in this battle yeah i i just can't help but imagine what would it have been like had jesus responded to mary and martha when they when he heard the news that lazarus had died yeah if he had just responded responded intellectually yeah you know and and i think it was i think you were the one who told me that um they actually don't allow bible college students to to write their thesis or whatever on, on John Jesus eleven Web. on John yeah. eleven thirty the shortest scripture it, it, my right. my Bible college I, I, mean, I don't okay, know maybe yeah, I don't know yeah. if it's all but <laughs> yeah that was the yeah. when, when we had to when we had to exegete a passage that was they gave us just a handful of passages that we weren't allowed to yeah. touch and and they just said because there's so much in it there's it's, so much it's, there it's so the shortest scripture yeah. in, uh, shortest verse in the Bible and and yet uh, so so fully packed yeah with that. and and I think. Uh, you know, I know we're we're kind of starting to run out of time, and and you were you were talking a little bit about if you're having trouble mm-hmm. knowing where do I start. You know, yeah. I want to be more of a worshiper in the musical yeah. sense that yeah. we're talking about. Um, I'm reminded of the of the passage after Jesus um, after the resurrection. Jesus was walking on the road to Emmaus. Uh, with some disciples, and they were they were talking about all the events that happened, yeah. and Jesus explained, "Well, don't you know this with the script? You know, and he they didn't recognize that it was Jesus, and then um, Jesus disappeared, and they looked at one another and said, "Didn't our hearts burn when yeah. we were work yeah. walking with him?" Yeah, and and I just I just think, man, it, you know, there's something about that. And I don't mean this in a in a in a condemning way or anything like that. I'm just saying. Do you have that burning mm-hmm. in your heart to say, man, my heart was on fire when yeah. I was in his presence, when I was with Jesus. I yeah. love, my love for Jesus is so much that I can't help but worship him. And I think of the times in my life that I wanted that. Mm-hmm. And I and I just simply asked God, God, would you help me to have this passion? Yeah. Would you help me to have this, this fire, this worship? And I remember being, um, gosh, I was probably in middle school at uh, a worship night. I, I don't I don't even know how it, because I didn't know anybody. I don't know how I got there, but I was yeah. there anyways. And I, it was the first time I'd ever seen, I, was, I grew up Baptist, and it was the first time I'd ever seen people on their knees, mm. lifting their hands, you know, any kind of demonstrative worship. Yeah. And I just remember looking around and saying, God, I want to worship you like that. Yeah. And I think that was the beginning of the journey to having that passion. Yeah. And I think that it can be as simple as, God, would you give me that desire? Yeah. You know, I mean, I think there are other ways to to cultivate that heart for worship. Yeah. But I think one of the starting places needs to be, God, would you give me that heart of worship? Yeah, I think that the desire is is imperative. I, I think that sometimes we look around and we see things and we think, I I don't know that I want that. And mm. and I think that that's a I, I think that's a I think that's a devastating thing to yeah. to look at it that way um, because I think that sometimes what we get caught up in is we get caught up and we think well that's just emotionalism um, and, and I think that that happens mm-hmm. I mean there, there's no doubt sure. that there's some people that are just chasing the emotion but 
Um, but I promise you, um, th- there will <laughs> there will come a day yeah. where where we will be filled with emotion when the Lord when the Lord returns. And 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 I don't think that we should ever run away from what we're feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think that we should pursue a feeling. Right. Um, but I don't think that you can help but be moved when you are when you are in. Uh, in in the presence of God and and again part of that like like you said I think it begins with a desire it begins with a willingness to just say Father I want that um, but I think that there's also a discipline to it absolutely um, I think that we have to um, we have to choose to continue to put ourselves mm-hmm. in that place yeah. and and again a- abandonment means that there's a, there's a conscious decision that says I am choosing this over this and right. and right. and I think that we have to be willing to continue to say. Father, I'm going to choose to worship you. Yep. Um, you know the the great words from the New Testament: "Rejoice, O my soul!" And again, I say, rejoice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that that's a that was a command. Yeah, uh, of saying, "Soul, I, you you may not feel like it right now, but we're going to rejoice right now. Right, we're we're going to worship. Yep, uh, we're going to worship the King." And so, yeah, whether we feel like it or not, yeah. whether the worship team is playing songs that we prefer or not you yeah. know i mean the, there there is that discipline absolutely yeah. you know we talked about that earlier right david said why so downcast oh my soul yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know i will yeah. yet put my I hope i will yet put my hope in yep you. and yeah. so that's good well thank you so much for yeah taking some time out of your day and uh thank you so much for joining us for another episode of monday moments as always we hope that you got something out of this if you did please share that with us whether it's in the comments if you're watching here on youtube uh send us an email uh podcast at freedomnb.org um or any other way that you can let us know we just love to hear from me. We love to interact with you and know that uh, this is impacting your life. And uh, as always, we'll see you next week.